Oscar, can you believe that we've made it 10 episodes already? Wait, 10 episodes? Yep, this is our 10th episode. Oh, wow. What makes this episode so special? Well, we're actually reviewing a game that hasn't come out yet. What's, what's the name of the game? Cycles by Cat Lily Games. All right, so this is our sponsor who has um, provided us with a sample of the game so that we can review it for you, and we're super excited. Board with Family Games. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, Oscar. And every couple of weeks, we come to you to share with you one of the board games that we love to play as a family so that you can share it with your friends and family. Find us on our website, boardwithfamilygames.com. That's B-O-A-R-D with familygames.com. There you can find previous episodes. You can find links to our social media streams and, of course, to our podcasts. Also, um, you know, please follow us on your wherever you're listening to the podcast. Subscribe to us. Uh, follow us on Twitter, at, which is at Board with FG. But all these places, you can get more information about these games that we love to play. So this has been a um, weird couple of weeks for us. We did end up evacuating for Hurricane Ida. What, what do you want to say about that, Oscar? Well. I can't say they love the driving, but the number of board games you played. Yeah, when once when we our family um, goes out, we end up taking a bunch of games with us. So we did. We made off with a bunch of games, and we've been playing a lot of board games while we were not able to be at our house. Um, let's talk a little bit about this game, though, Cycles, that we've now been playing. Um, to, to explain it a little bit for us. Well... It's a game where you're trying to complete three full life cycles, each with four stages in the cycle, and you want to be the first one to do it so you win the game. Okay, so it's a um, card game based for um, you know ages eight and up and two to five players. It's a fantastic game. We've really enjoyed playing it. I do have to say that this is um, you know this is our sponsor that provided this um, game for us. So. We are giving an honest review. We wouldn't have sp- or had them sponsor us otherwise, but um, we've been really excited to be able to um, play this game. So the day that this podcast comes out, Cycles is launching on Kickstarter, and that Kickstarter is something that we really enjoy using. Uh, Oscar, can you explain a little bit about how Kickstarter works? Well, Kickstarter is kind of a way for games to kind of get money donate donations, sort of, but they're not fully donations because if the games fail, you get your money back. If the games su- succeed, then you get, uh, depending on how much you pay, you get a certain thing from the game itself. Okay, so it's basically a way of buying a game and it allows publishers to create these games with um, without going through the normal... Uh, stream. So, you know, we generally have a number of Kickstarters that we've funded at going at a time. And um, so, you know, that's something we've done. We've gotten a number of our, some of our favorite games through Kickstarter. So, you know, as Oscar said, you go in, you um, fund the game, assuming it gets fully funded, then um, you will eventually get the game. But this allows, you know, um, in this case, Cat Lily Games to fund this game and um, pay for their production costs um, because you're basically paying for it up front and it works out really well. 
Yeah. And so, you know, as I said, this is something we love doing. It's a lot of fun. You feel like you're a little bit more attached to the game itself because you've been seeing the production process. So um, if you haven't kickstarted a game before, the, our cycles would be a great one to start with. So um, you're going to hear a word from our sponsor, and then we'll come back and actually talk about the game Cycles by Cat Lily Games. Back Cycles by Cat Lily Games, available now on Kickstarter. Cycles is a fast-paced strategy card game for ages 8 and up, based on the circle of life. To win, players must collect three complete hand-painted life cycles. Along the way, you can steal cycles and use special powers associated with each organism. The game comes with 52 cards, two token cards, and of course, a rules booklet. Visit www.catlily.com, that's C-A-T-L-I-L-L-I.com for more information and a link to a playable version on Steam. You already mentioned the goal of the game, but why don't you talk that through again? Well, you have to complete three life cycles, each with four stages in them. And in order to do that, you build, you play them from your hand and build on them. You can steal them from each other, and you can. they each have a, their special ability. I see that you have the kangaroo in front of you. Why don't you talk through that life cycle? So it has four stages, as I said before. The stage one is a newborn kangaroo. Stage two is a kangaroo joey. Stage three is when the joey is out of the mother's pouch. And stage four is when the kangaroo's adult, an adult. Okay, so you have this in front of you. I see stage three is named independence as it, since it's independent of its mother. Um, what? And then what about the power? Um, it all has exact, they all have the exact same power and that is you may use Two different powers on your turn. All right. So we'll talk through a turn in a um, couple of minutes. But you basically have 13 of these cycles, right? Mm -hmm. And so throughout the game, you're playing with these different um, animals, these different or not even necessarily animals, these different life cycles. Um, and it's kind of cool because you're both playing this game, but you're also learning a little bit about different life cycles, their names of their stages. Um, and so there's definitely a learning aspect to this and an educational aspect as you're playing. Describe these cards to us. Well, they're hand-painted cards, and they all are have a unique coloring, which kind of color codes it for you, too. Can you describe that? Explain that to us. Well, the kangaroo is kind of like the very border is a darker brown, but the, inside the border is a lighter brown. Okay. And then like there's a butterfly where the border is black, but this, but inside of the border, it's orange. All right. So, and then, you know, my, one of our favorites is salmon. Salmon's salmon colored. Yeah. <laughs> so we, um, th that helps you um, quickly identify which cycle it is. What about the um, pictures themselves? Well, as I said, they're hand-painted, and they show the animal in that stage of its life. So, in the newborn, it's a newborn, tiny little kangaroo, but in the adult, it's a full-grown kangaroo. Okay, so... If you think about it for a second, that means that with 13 life cycles times four, there's 52 cards. There are 52 
individual paintings on these cards. Every card is different. Mm-hmm. All right, Oscar, talk through how you set this game up. Um, so you shuffle the deck and deal each player three cards and then discard the top card of the deck. Okay, so real fast, right? Yeah. So you're up and playing in minutes. Now, how about you talk through a turn since, you know, we've got to get our cycles. How are you going to go about getting these out there? So first you draw a card. You can either draw it from the discard pile or from the deck itself. And when you then you put that card in your hand and that can be used in your turn. Then you can either start a cycle or steal a cycle. So let's say a stage three salmon. It's called the fry. And I play it down and it's open. Everyone can see it. And now I have a stage three salmon. And that's in that's my life cycle that I built. That I can build on my life cycle. Let's say I also have level four salmon. It's called the spawner. Then I could place that on the level three, stage three salmon. And now... I have two cards in my life cycle, and I have the salmon's ability, though I already had it with my stage three. Now I use one of my powers, and since I only have the salmon, I'm going to use my salmon. So I can choose another player and ask for a card from their hand. If they have at least one of those cards, they have to give me all their cards. If they don't, I just draw. All, all their cards of that type. Yeah, that's why I'm sorry if I wasn't clear. And then I have to discard one card from my hand, and in this game, it, that can be really hard. Okay, so this is basically your turn. You're, um, you know, especially early on, you're getting, a, you're going to start a cycle, build on your cycle. Um, you said steal though, so how would that work? Explain to me how um, stealing would happen. Well, let's say that so that someone that Papa has a stage four kangaroo. I could then use my stage, let, and I have a stage one kangaroo. I could use my stage one kangaroo to steal Papa's stage four kangaroo by placing it on the stage four, and then I have the kangaroo instead of Papa. Okay, so um, you you can either do you can do one of these two things. You can either start your own cycle or you can steal from another. Now, how are you stealing my stage four kangaroo with a stage one? That's um, a lower number. How'd that work? Well, because the stage one is the stage after the stage four, and you go in order of the life cycle, and stage four goes to stage one, stage one to stage two, stage two to stage three, and stage three back to stage four. So since this game is about life cycles, everything's a cycle. It doesn't matter where you start because in the end, your adult kangaroo is going to have a baby kangaroo at some point. And so it goes around in a circle. And so it explains or it kind of gets you thinking about the life cycles of all of these different creatures. So a pretty simple um, layout for your game. You're going to draw. You're going to start or steal. Then you can build on your cycle with as many cards as you want. Use that um, one of your powers and then discard. Um, As Oscar said, discarding is really hard. Why? Because... You're, you'll often want most of the cards in your hand. I mean, there comes an odd time where you have a card that isn't helpful and you don't want, and discarding isn't that bad. But more times than 
more most of the time you do not want to discard. Yeah, it's just one of the hardest decisions in this game is discarding. And hand management's really a big part of the game. You can never have more than five cards. And so whether your abilities are giving you cards or you're drawing cards at the beginning of your turn, you're um, going to be having to be very thoughtful about this. Because let's say I have four cards in my hand and I want to draw from the discard pile. We talked a little bit. You said that you can draw from the discard pile, but explain that to us, Oscar. How does it actually work to draw from the discard pile? So let's say in the discard pile there's four cards and I want to draw... Draw the first card in the discard pile. Okay, so I made a quick discard pile here. Let me um, get this together. So we've got um, in the discard going from left to right, we have the giant panda stage one, the jellyfish stage three, the frog stage two, and the mushroom stage one. So what happens if you want that giant panda, Oscar? Well, I have to have one card in my hand. Because when you draw a card from the discard pile, you have to be, have the hand space to draw each card after that card. Okay, so if I had two cards and wanted to pull the giant panda, since there's three cards above it, I, ha I have to take them all. It's kind of rummy rules if you've played rummy, where you, you take the bottom card and then you take everything to the right. Yes, but the fact that you have to have the amount of cards, enough space in your hand that you won't go over five can be really tough, especially when the discard pile grows large. Okay. So, um, you know, as we said, you take, if you did have the one card, you take all those cards. So suddenly you've gone from one card to five cards. Um, one other little rule again, saying rummy rules. If you've played um, rummy before, the card that you took off the discard pile, the bottom card, you have to play that turn. And it's, it doesn't have to be played immediately, but it does have to be played at some point in that turn. Mm -hmm. All right. So those are some of or that's your basic turn. Of course, the exciting thing here are the powers. Can you talk through a few of the different powers that um, are that are in this game? Okay, so there's the frog's power, which will which you use and will stop another power from working. So let's say I Papa has a salmon and I play down the frog and I use its power. I can stop Papa from being able to use his salmon on the next turn. So, yeah, that can be real helpful um, at any point in the game. Yeah. There's a jellyfish, which you take a card from an opponent's hand, can't see what card it is, and you discard it. Oh, and so and you can imagine, as we said, it's so hard to choose what to discard. That's going to be painful every time, right? Yeah. I mean, I remember our first game, we're like, Oh, that's not that great. And then I don't remember who gets it. And we're like, oh, gosh, that is so strong. <laughs> what else? The There's a giant panda where w when you draw from the discard pile, you can draw either way. So you don't have to follow the normal draw from the discard pile rules. You can go the opposite direction. That's really helpful. So instead of going right to left, you can go... Left to right. Uh, left to, or sorry, yeah, you typically are going left to right. Suddenly you're going right to left. If you want. If you want. And so as the discard pile gets bigger, that can be a very helpful power so that you can get um, or get those cards deeper in the pile out. Yeah. And then there's a mushroom, which allows you to add any card from the discard pile to your hand. That's somewhat like the giant panda, 
except that you only get one. So sometimes it's more helpful, sometimes it's less. Okay. So you've got all these different powers that you're playing with, and these form a real core part of the game as you're stra- or making a strategy as to how you're going to go through and beat or beat your opponent because you've got to get those three cycles and you've got to get the cards into your hands so that you can s- complete or steal those cycles. What happens once you've completed a cycle? Well, it can no longer be stolen from you because there's no room left in the cycle and that gets you one cycle complete cycle closer to winning the game. Yeah, so you know, you're really working hard to get that cycle complete because as soon as you do that it's suddenly safe and um there's a lot of strategy to this game because you have to decide which cards you're going to play. Do you um I I can a n- number of times I've um had the next card in a cycle and I play it down to build upon it and then suddenly I find that a cycle that's been sitting with me the entire game gets stolen because um, Oscar was holding on to the um, next stage beyond the one that I had just laid down. And so suddenly I lose it and I've lost the entire cycle and he's lost, locked it in for good. Yeah, I really love that strategy. And if you ever play cycles with me, always beware of building on your cycle. But don't be too wary about it because otherwise you're never going to complete a cycle. So as you can imagine, there is... Minimal complexity to this game. You know, the first time we sat down, we started playing, we were rolling in, you know, with just a quick read of a um, what is a very short instruction manual. You got it, you get running, and you're um, playing very quickly. But we're still exploring new strategies. We're trying new things. Um, and every game ends up being different because the powers you start with really are going to depend on what you draw in your first couple of hands and what you're able to work with. And I can imagine if you play, if you keep playing this for so long, you're eventually going to get the same starting hand as you've had some time before. But chances are you're you're never going to get that have that happen because the number of times you'd have to play this game. Yeah, and then, you know the the hand size we found was a really interesting level of complexity because you have to be careful. You have to. Um, be careful about what how you're managing your hand, and also that discard pile. You, if you're careful or if you're playing it right, you can suddenly start burying some cards in there, which make it hard for other people to complete cycles. Yeah, I remember in the last game we played, we had all but one stage in the butterfly cycle, and it was like basically on the bottom. I almost wasn't using it because I got the giant panda locked in. <laughs> And my mother won before I did. Yeah, she seems to win a lot, but she's a biologist, so I guess that figures. Um, looking at how it, we play it with each other, since this is a game that is, you know, stealing is a heavy part of it, how angry do we get with each other? Does, do, does it cause any problems in our family? Um, it's, it can be really frustrating, but it can also be like, oh, Thanks for stealing that from me. Now I can complete my cycle by stealing it back. So, you know, I, I've, I've felt very little frustration. It happens. It's a, it's just such a core part of the game that, you, you know, I don't feel like you're ever out of the game, right? Yeah. And I mean, like, you always feel like you have a really, you have a good chance of winning 
Except for that rare moment when you have zero complete cycles and everyone else has the rest of the cycles and they're all at three and you're like, wow, I've lost. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a quick game. You're going to finish this game within, you know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes. It's it's real fast. So that's another great thing is, you know, you're going to be done if you're if you're losing. Oh, well, shuffle up and start again. We've been playing cycles with the, both two and three players. It plays very well with both. Um, unlike some games where you're playing with two players, there, there's a lot of strategy, especially at the end, where you're trying to actively stop your opponent from winning and also get everything you need to complete the cycles. Yeah. So that, that's been fun. Three players has worked really well. It adds a different um, layer of complexity. We have not had the opportunity to play with four or five yet, but it is... Um, supposed to work for those numbers as well. And I can imagine it plays very well. Um, for storing and protecting the game, you know, as if you've listened to us, we love sleeves. I have sleeved these cards, you know, as soon as we got them, um, they fit nicely in the box. This is a sample, so I'm not exactly sure there could be some changes before it comes out, but as it is right now, it fits perfectly in the box with sleeves on. So Oscar, Overall, what do you think? Should people try playing Cycles? Yeah. Why? Because it's a fun game. It has a lot more strategy than you'd expect, but it's not so complex that it's nearly impossible to play. And at the same time, you're going to learn something. Um, you know, if you're, you know, the ages are eight and up, um, it can even go down to four, um, four with some. Um, modified rules and so you're going to learn something about some life cycles like i know oscar learned a bit about the virus um life cycle that he was not aware of before we started playing this right well i knew a small amount but i did not know any of these stages basically yeah so i think it's a great game lots of replayability i would encourage you to go back and i kickstarter now thank you for joining us for our review of cycles by cat lily games You can find more information about this, including how to back it on Kickstarter, the link to the Kickstarter um, page at our website. Forwardfamilygames.com. That's B-O-A-R-D with familygames.com. And so there, again, you can find information about backing um, cycles. You can find our other podcasts. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast, rate us wherever you're listening to us. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter. On Twitter, we're um, at Board with FG. So please check that out. And of course, you can donate to us. So, Oscar, 10 episodes. What do you think? Should we keep um, playing games and should we keep doing our podcast? I'm really liking this. All right. I guess we're going to keep going. So I hope to hear you or talk to you at 20. <laughs> so, let's, um, so thank you so much for joining us. I'm your host, Justin. And I'm your host, Oscar. Bye.